port city of Palos in southwest Spain was buzzing. Was this man crazy? Would a man go up so he could go down? Go in to go out? Well, of course he wouldn't. So why then would this man sail west so he could go east? This week's episode, 1492. Somewhere along the way, somebody put that crazy notion in his head. As preposterous as it sounded, they told him that the world was round. And young Christopher, utterly convinced that this novel idea was true, was determined to prove it. He ignored those ominous warnings inscribed in the oceans on the flat earth mass. There be monsters here. To help him convince others of his certainty, he commissioned an Italian sculptor to fashion a globe for him with the continents, well, the known continents anyway, chiseled into its surface. There, see, he pleaded with the king of Portugal as he spun his globe. The earth is round, and if I set my course to the west and proceed as such, he traced a course around his globe until his finger rested on China. Then I shall arrive here, China. And with this faster water route, its riches and wealth shall be all yours in return for your investment. Well, the king and his court would not hear of such folly. Everybody knew that the earth was flat, least of all the king of Portugal. So he threw the intrepid explorer and his silly globe out. If this man wanted to sail off into that nest of monsters, may the Lord in heaven be with him. Undaunted, Columbus went next door to appeal to a more open-minded queen of Spain, Isabella. He wasn't even one of them. He wasn't a Spaniard. Colombo was an old Italian name. He was born into a very respectable family from Genoa. But in spite of his lineage, she listened anyway. As he stood before her throne, she became fascinated, watching him spin his little globe as he repeated his sales pitch. She looked into the handsome face of the young explorer and was smitten by the sincerity in his eyes. When her royal cartographer protested in a fit of rage, she had him removed and thrown into prison. By the grace of God, this queen, this queen was going all in. Whatever thou requires, thee shalt have. The court attendant smiled. The queen of Spain was forever mixing her these and thous. The next day, she ordered her royal sculptor to craft globes just like the one Columbus gave her. Bigger, more elegant, use nothing but the finest marble and gold, and sculpt one for each of my royal outposts, she insisted. Then she ordered her page to roll up all the old parchment mats and store them away in a royal vault so that future generations could see just how foolish had been their silly belief in a flat earth. Six months. Eight months. 
Then an entire year went by and still no word from Christopher Columbus. An embarrassed and by now angry, upset Queen Isabella, who had financed the foolish expedition, was heard to remark, We are not a muse. A line which her distant cousin, Queen Victoria, one day would plagiarize. So, in a royal snit, she ordered that all of her lavish globes be destroyed, smashed to smithereens in a public square, and that all of her royal outposts do the same. She summoned her page and directed him to open a vault and retrieve those parchment maps. The flat earth was back in fashion. Alas, the intrepid explorer was never to be heard from again. Fear gripped the hearts of any would-be adventurers and stifled any notion they might have had of attempting young Christopher's foolish voyage. His round earth theory lost favor and faded from existence. It would have to wait until many, many years later when at last a strange group of explorers sailing from the west made landfall on England's northern shores. <laughs> we are not amused, the Queen of England was heard to say when she smelled their unwashed bodies and saw their red skin 